The bids are in, the gavel is dropped. Ladies and gentlemen, here at WineBid, we are finally hammered. Yes, that's right. This is WineBid's podcast dedicated to all things wine value, wine auction, wine retail. And with you as always, I am Jeff McGurn, our marketing, one of our marketing folks here at WineBid. And of course, with me is uh, Paul Walker, our wine auction and wine expert. Welcome, Paul, to this week's wine auction recap. Let's dive right into it. Let's talk about, you know, what we saw the most bids on this last week's auction. Coming at the top, we had some Burgundy. We had a Darvio Perrin, Chassagne Montrachet. We had a Domaine de la Vougerie, uh, Nuit Saint-Georges. Both of them with 11 bids. One of them went from 40 to 50, just under 50. The other one went from 60 to just under 70. But we saw, you know, we kind of talked about this the last week. There was a lot of burgundy coming into auction. A lot of stuff at the sub $100 price point. Yeah. Like a lot of very reasonably priced burgundies. So I'm not actually entirely surprised that we saw a lot of action at those price points because I think there was a ton of great deals. But I don't know. What do you make of this? Yeah, you know, I think some maybe not as well known there's obviously a lot of great stuff in there a lot of well-known producers and a lot of you know basically just a huge variety of all kinds of different things so there's a tremendous collection from multiple different consigners last week um, in large quantities so yeah i mean that davio i'm not familiar with that producer you know not a huge amount of activity but still a deal i think at 50 bucks for an 08 and then the Vougerai de Modes, you know, it's another wine. I think that from a great vintage 05, got a little activity, you know, four bottles again, like a lot of these things that had multiple bids, I think just sort of scanning down, like many, many, many things were multiple quantities, right? Like even yeah. the next one, the next one's pretty wild. The Ipalieri, the Rania Barbaresco Montefico, which started at 65 and pretty much doubled in price. 120 it, it hammered at we, yeah. we three of them, right it, so you see like a lot of activity on multiple bottle lots which is pretty interesting because you don't tend to see that kind of action right it's usually single bottles and so this time there was so much in at once that it was fun to watch like again just underneath that, today, that <laughs> <laughs> Jones we talked about because there were all kinds of different Jones in last week and i'm pretty sure all of them sold well uh, and- that, you know, it just in case like 375 or 500 milliliters is too little and 750 is too much, we've got this nice 620 milliliter bottle of Vinjon for you. Cause, well, you like, know, I, I, there's something about it that, like, cause it's always in that bottle size. So I think there's something, it's, maybe it's traditional, maybe it's a, a legal issue. I don't know. But yeah, all the Vinjon that was in last week sold. So, a lot of interest in that for sure. And, and cool. I mean, it's rare and Poufiné is, is a big deal in the Jura. So that was fun to see. The 11 uh, Le Matigny Arbois Chardonnay. This one, 10 bids, all five sold. Started at 30, hammered at 35. You had, you know, three bottles of the Alex Gambal uh, Von Romani. Which you know started at, we had three of those cells started at thirty. I mean thirty. Thirty uh, is pretty darn low <laughs> for for that wine. You know, I mean it's an interesting actually American producer in Burgundy and don't see that stuff very much at all. I don't even know the last time this was on in auction. I don't think ever. I don't think yeah. we've ever sold 
the 12 old vines from von Romane. So, I mean, 30 bucks is pretty, pretty cheap to me to start with, but even then, you know, what hammered at 52, 53 bucks a piece, like not bad. Yeah. We had the 2016 Jean-Francois got about uh, yep. every single uh, week. We talk about every- hammers. <laughs> New wines or hammers for Ganavat wines? <laughs> every single week, Paul Paul's like, we never see this. It's so rare. And then every single week it comes into auction. Well, so I think I was record. reading, I was doing a little bit of reading about Ganavat. And like, apparently there's something like 35 to 50 different cuvées, you know, depending on the vintage. So there are many, many, many different labels. And you can imagine many, many vintages. So I guess chances are we're going to see one every every week. <laughs> Mile wide and an inch deep. That's your Ganavat lineup. But, but, you know, we always talk about them, too, in the recap, because they always get crazily bit up. Like, and we don't have, you know, history on any individual. I mean, I'm sure we've sold some of the, let's just say, you know, higher production or better known wines probably multiple times, but... Stuff like this, I think it was never in before. And so it's kind of hard to see, you know, there's not a lot of external auction data on these wines either. We're probably one of the few auction houses that sees these things on a regular basis. And so, yeah, it's always, I mean, <laughs> it's always it, interesting. It, it kind of makes me want to jump on a flight to Jura, go to the Ganova Winery, and just be like, I'll buy everything. Just don't send it to the States. Sell it all to me. <laughs> and then I'll sell it because clearly there's some, there's a lot more interest then there seems to be that wine to go around yeah. because everybody yeah. seems to be interested in Ganova, Yeah. right? You know, yeah. we had uh, 2012 Chateau Le Puy, uh Cuvée Emilien. Uh, this one, nine bids. We had five of them started at 30, went up to about 38 bucks. Yeah, th- this is funny because this producer, right, is like Chateau Le Puy is the flagship, if you will. So I don't know if this is considered a second label, the Emilia or not, but it's like hardly ever, ever in auction, right? It's again, one of those things where it's like, no, we'd never, ever see this. And this particular wine, the 12 Cuvée Emilian, only was ever in auction in 2020. Looks like four different times each bottle sold for 30 bucks. Oh. And then no, it was an auction one time in 2020 with one bottle. Oh, four different lots. Yeah, all it was four third. different lots in 2020. Right. And so it's cool. weird because then all of a sudden last week there's this whole you know collection of the wine, and I think I'm kind of wanting to just sort of check out some of the other wines too because suddenly there's just been. You know, I think we mentioned this last week, except it was a different collection that there was some of the Chateau Le Puy. That was one of my Bordeaux picks that came in all of a sudden. And this last week, there's like a proliferation of this stuff. So, you know, I never would have expected You never see that. It's kind of like I have the ability to make it rain by washing my car. Right. Like (laughs) whenever I wash my car, the very next, like randomly, there's going to be some freak storm that screws up all of my hard work. Right. (laughs) You have the same effect. With wine. When with the Bordeaux. minute you say, we never see this, there's going to be an embarrassment of it coming in auction. By the way, we talked about the 2014 Giacomo Canterno, Verde Asti. Yeah. yeah. This one, not, we had six of them. Again, we're talking about ones where we had a bunch of them, six, six of them. We had nine bids taken for yeah. 55 <laughs> to 64. A lot of action on this wine. I mean, famous, famous producer. And so to be able to, you know, secure... Barbera from this producer, and it's also designated, it's Vigna Francia, so I don't know if it's from a single source, but it's not just, you know, he didn't just put his name and 
grow some Barbera and say, okay, I can sell it for a bunch of money. So it's it's pretty hard to find, you know, Giacomo Conterno wines at at all for under a hundred bucks, especially. So I'm not surprised there was a lot of action on that. And it's got nine years of age. It's probably drinking really yeah, well. Yeah, but it's great. And you know, it's another thing that we've I think only seen twice in the past yeah only only twice in, in 18 and 17 i mean it hasn't been released for that long but still in the last i don't know how many years six seven years you've only seen it a couple of times so we had a uh non-vintage uh pertois marseille rosé yeah, I, I think i mentioned this because it was yeah. pretty inexpensive right and half case of that also but again didn't go up that bad 42 bucks that's a pretty good deal not at all. We had a 2016 Domain de Tali Tali Tai Olu Tai Olu Tai Olu Montlou Montlou. Uh, anyway, Sulois <laughs> Remus Sec. This one eight bids took six of them from 20 to 24. Again, just over and over again. But this one I thought was interesting. A Domain uh, de la Gougere Maz. Or, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, that's what I was going to say. Mazoyer, uh, Shane Bartin for with eight bids took it from 105 to 320. Yeah, big, big increase there. That was uh, quite surprising. I mean, I don't think this wine, well, I'm not going to say anything rash, but I don't think it to me, it doesn't seem like it's worth that much. And we, did sell just looking not too long ago. Well, it was an 04, not nearly as good a vintage, but it was 95 bucks a couple of years ago. So I don't know. I think 300 is quite a bit for that because this wine did sell a few years ago for 105. That's a big jump. That's a big jump. And also, Domaine Bougerai is famously owned by uh, Jean Charles Boisset now. I think it actually has been Obviously. for quite a while. Interestingly, I mean, not that that means anything, but that seemed pretty extreme to me. That's a lot for that. But again, 05, you know, phenomenal vintage in Burgundy. And it's getting close to 20 years old, right? So very collectible. And 300 bucks is, I guess, sort of typical for Grand Cru, even from a, you know, not top, top tier producer, I should say. We had the 04 E Pagliari. Oh, another same wine as before. Same wine as before, eight yeah. bids, 65 to 111. Just like like a lot of big lots, like not a ton of single bottle action, I feel like happening this week at the very top end. But I think that was partially because what we had coming to auction last week, almost like so many lots, maybe even most of the lots seem to have multiple bottles. So just a lot of opportunity to pick up a lot of stuff. I got outbid on 90%. <laughs> yeah in fact you know it's funny because i was kind of scanning the list and looking at at things that had sort of more significant jumps and i think you even mentioned this wine there was a a celine and vincent duroy really vovry that started it was cheap right it started at 20 bucks and got and there were two bottles and it got but it bit all the way up to 66 dollars and that's pretty wild because I I wouldn't have expected a Ruyi, even Premier Krug, to go for that much. But I think there is some famous name recognition there. And, you know, so, yeah, you're right. There are all kinds of multiple bottle lots that got a lot of activity, which is, you know, it's great to see. It means a lot of people are into it. And there's, you know, a lot happening. There's a lot only, of half models, a lot of mags, you know, all, there was, a lot of mag. we couldn't even really list all the things we wanted to because there was so much stuff to talk about. 
There was uh, so much of 2012, Jojas Prum, Baron Kessler, Bud Strube, uh, Riesling, Cabinet. This one's seven bids or two bottles like from 25 to 66. Yeah. But I still a, think like... That's like, a that's, big, big increase. That's a big increase. But, you know, look, 25 for 11-year-old J.J. Prum, uh, you know, Baron Kessler, Bud Stube, that would be a phenomenal deal for, you know, because J.J. Prum is fantastic juice, right? It's got 11 years on it. Is it worth 60, you know, is it worth, you know, 65-ish that it went for? I'm not sure it's worth that, but I think 25 certainly was a steal. Well, yeah, that's, I think... Looking at it a little closer, it looks like that's a record hammer for any vintage of that wine. The the 19 was in not too long ago, hammered for 40, which is kind of that's kind of the range I would have expected. Even yeah. for something, you know, within the last 10, 15 years, 65 is quite a bit. That's a good jump for sure. I mean, you know, for anybody who invested in tons of uh, GG Prune futures, your future may look bright because this one's you know, these ones are taking some jumps. There was the uh, Pierre uh, Girdin Mercier. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of Pierre Girdin, <clears throat> excuse me, last week. And, you know, it, it saw the action I expected it to. So those, were you talking about the Merceau TA, the, the three that got bid from 70 to what, one, yes. 110? One, 110. Yeah. Uh, for, for three of those, not surprising that you see those go. Yeah, um, there's. I think the, all the lots of some of those kind of very sought after younger producers in Burgundy. That's Pierre Gerardin is definitely one of them, and they they are they're getting grabbed up fast. So those prices are all going to eclipse a hundred bucks, and they may go the way of you know Colomare. We'll see in a few years. Who knows? But seventy um, obviously was too cheap for those. <laughs> so they they all hammered it. Yeah, one ten. The only other one I'll mention is this 2014 Celine. Yeah, that's what I just talked about. The the Rui. Oh, was that the one? Yeah. It went from 20 to 67 or 2067. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Let's move over and let's talk about some of the big hammers, right? We had probably not surprising the two biggest hammers last week. 2020 Screaming Eagle. We saw that go for a lot the week before. What's you know really interesting to me is we had one starting at 6895. One starting at 7,300. The one that started at 7,300 went for 7,300. The one that started at 1695 went for 7,395. Yeah. yeah. So, which, you know, okay, so here's a question, right? For all of our consigners out there, does it pay to try and come in a little bit below where we recommend reserve? Because one of the <laughs> things that I've noticed about our team is that, you know, we do, our team does an incredibly good job of coming in, you know, taking the reserve to right where you know, we think the price should go for. And it happens a tremendous amount of time. And I think it's because our team does a really good job of appraising because of all the data that we have. And that's not me trying to like, you know, pump wine bid, but just to say like, no, it's really not. Like I genuinely noticed that like, like a tremendous amount of stuff is priced exactly where it needs to be. Right. But this is one of those interesting things where it begs the question, does it pay for consigners to price a little below where our appraisal comes in or where we think the reserve should be? That's a tricky question. And, you know, I don't want to speak for anybody because I've dealt with a lot of these consigners over the years. And it's a tricky thing because there was, don't forget, there was a three pack of this in the week prior that hammered for more. And it got bid up from what I consider to be kind of a low reserve but you know that's what happens with this kind of wine because it's we're talking about sort of the super super anomalies right the super edge (laughs) examples 
extreme examples. And I think the first time it's out, it gets a lot of attention. But then, you know, there can be a lull. I mean, right now, right? There's, I mean, might as well mention, there's four different lots of it in, in the current auction with no bids right now at 7560 and they're all the same price. So, you know, they'll probably all kind of hammer somewhere in that range. But it's a that's a tricky one. It's very, very tricky to determine how those are gonna go. We had a 99 W Romney Conti Latash that sold for 6500 But I thought the really interesting one was this 07 domain Rone BN views Batard Montroche three liter, mm-hmm. which started at 2620 with three bids took it to six thousand dollars first of all i just want to say thank you for such a generous birthday gift Uh, i got you the monarchy too didn't you realize i got you the six liter monarchy i was that was i'll take that as well i'll take the (laughs) three liter of uh batard montroche and actually i'll take both of these uh montrachets but i mean what do you make of that like that's a huge swing yeah i mean it was so wild because there were so many large formats of Ramonet in last week, just this embarrassment of, you know, crazily rare large format bottles. I believe almost all of them were from 07 too, which is kind of interesting. I think there's a couple left actually in this week. But yeah, it's a question of rarity in that format. Hard to kind of do the math and be like, well, you know, is the 750 worth X or Y? It doesn't really make sense to me. But it, they're just very, very rare, very rare items. So, I mean, the, it's kind of funny that Batard sold for a little bit less in three-liter format than the Bienvenue Batard, but I think that's probably due to production levels. I'll bet, I'll bet the Bienvenue Batard is even a smaller production wine for Ramonet than than the Batard, but I, I don't know for sure. I'm not that well-schooled, but it'd be interesting to find out and see... What? I mean, like you also look at the, the other Ramones. We had a three liter of the Shasania Montrachet, they were show, which had three bids, started at 980 and hammered at 2900. Yeah, we had a, a three lot. liter of the Ramones Pouligny Montrachet Champs and that one started at 720 and <laughs> 2500. So, like the Ramones large formats, very rare. And yeah. what you're, you know, I think you're seeing people come in to, to grab them up because. It's not like we're going to see these every week, although now that we say that, they'll probably come in every single week. We'll have like I three liters. Really, really, <laughs> I really doubt that. I really doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless someone we, just keeps selling them over and over again. But no. We had a 05 a six bottle lot OWC of Obreon, which mm-hmm. sold for 49.75. Right, great year for Bordeaux, the 05s. We had a mag of 69 Moet Chandon Rose. Mm-hmm. We mentioned had, that. Two, we mentioned, yeah, had two bids selling both of them for uh 20, 2600 a piece, 26 a piece. Yeah, so those actually, you know, performed pretty nicely. So, I mean, you, you know, it's not the Delta that you were seeing with the Ramones, but it's also, you know, it's not like you're seeing a ton of 69, you know, Dom Perignon, Matt, Rosé yeah. Max. No, right? so many sort of wildly rare bottles in last week. And, you know, including some of the things we were talking about before with multi-bottle lots of, you know, lesser known producers, but with a lot of time on them or a decent amount of time on them. So just basically something for any, for everybody, any kind of, 
wine aficionado, whether you're, you know, into the super, super high end and large format or, you know, lesser known or secondary or, you know, tertiary Italian, Piedmont, whatever, Tuscany producers. But yeah, I, I think, you know, some of the, a lot of the California stuff that was a big deal last week went for quite a bit. The bond, there's a bond five bottle horizontal that got bit up a little bit. I think it's hammered at what, 2,200 or 2,300 maybe. Yeah, and right around like there was a couple on 2300 P's. So those are going for quite a bit more. That crude Claude Damone we mentioned, 2000, yep. that got a couple bids. So that hammered at 2400, which is pretty wild. The Doll Volley MDV we mentioned, looks like somebody one bid took all three bottles at uh, what, 845 or no, 795 a piece, I guess. So pretty amazing selection of stuff and those i think those rumier bunmar sold or at least a couple of them sold that we we talked about so there's just so many fun things to discuss and well we kind of just listed a bunch of names <laughs> look look if you think that was fun wait until you see what we have coming into the auction this week so let's go ahead and wrap this up paul and then we will see you all at our preview of what's coming into the auction but with that, we wish you happy bidding and uh, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.